You're listening to Al Pastor, the show that helps you love God, love your neighbor, and eat more tacos. I'm your host, Pastor Brian. Welcome to the show. Well, hello and welcome to wherever you're listening from. We're glad that you decided to join us today. Uh, my guest host is Noah. Noah, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. So we have something special today. We've talked in, I don't know, the past episodes, right, Noah, about me revealing my favorite taco? Well, yes. So what was the deal about me revealing the tacos? Once you get 100 listeners, you will reveal your favorite taco. Well, guess what? What? We reached it. I didn't even realize it. Here's the funny story. Apparently, I reached it yesterday, but I didn't even know. I just like happened to check my email. I'm really bad about email, by the way. And they were like, congratulations, you hit 100 listeners. So that's that's pretty cool. And today is episode 13. So we've done, well, we did that in 12 episodes. So I don't know if that's good or bad. I have no clue whatsoever. So... Um, I guess in total, we've had, um, besides the listeners, we've also had two, I think it's 206 plays is what they said. That means an episode has been played, whatever. I'm still figuring all this stuff out. But um, so, Noah, do you have any th- ideas of what my favorite taco is? Even though we live in the same household, you, it's hard to tell with you. All right, well. Let me describe my favorite taco. And my wife already kind of gave it away because my favorite taco is my wife's taco, Marcia's tacos. Now, um, (laughs) let me describe this. They are delicious. So my favorite taco is a flour tortilla. So I think I'm starting off right with you, aren't I, Noah? Yes. Okay, flour tortilla. And then... What she'll do is she'll put a little cheese on the bottom. I like that melted. And then a really, really good steak. Either uh, my favorite is ranchetta. So a good high quality ranchetta or the flap meat from Costco or really kind of any steak. um, Chopped up really finely, layered on top of that cheese. And then I like raw red onions. Okay, red onions with this. And then green, wow, I'm getting hungry right now. Green hatch chili salsa. That's that's that chunky green chili salsa. Now, the way that Marcia spices the meat, I couldn't even tell you. She'd have to tell you, but she seasons it really, really well. And then she grills it to where the cheese melts. The meat is just dripping with juices. That is my favorite taco your mother should be proud right yes is that a good but tell me is that not a good taco right now i was hungry before this but now i'm even more hungry now oh my and by the way folks that listening at home we are recording this on thursday november 10th so noah you and i are going to a football game tonight i wonder if they're going to sell tacos should i have some tortillas in my pocket for just in case Please don't be that person again. Hey, I need to have my low-carb tortillas, like always, in my pocket. You never know when you go out. What's wrong with that? It's embarrassing you doing it at at Taco Tuesday, but at a football game? 
Like, like seriously. Listen, listen, when I have no shame whatsoever, I will take my own tortillas and I'll say, hey, can you can you please grill these with these tacos? Then I'll do then I'll do what I I'll do what I did on Tuesday. Then walk away from you. Wow. So Noah's at the age, folks, where uh, you know he's he gets embarrassed by his daddy, but that's okay. All right. Well. Noah, let's get into today's reading. So our reading today is Hebrews 8, chapter 8, verses 7 through chapter 9, 5. That's our reading. So my first question to you, Noah, is, is did you read it? Yes. Have you read your Bible? Yes, I did. All right. Do you have any questions on anything? Um, A question that I do have was on this one term which I'm looking on the computer right now. Okay. Do you so, know which term it was? Um, that's what I'm looking right now. Okay. So my screen probably looks a little different from your screen, but if you see the term, let me know. Okay. Uh. Well, what we're gonna focus on today, Noah, and for the people at home, it's ver- uh, chapter nine, verses one through five. So I want to read it, and then I'm just gonna give a little bit of commentary because to me this is really cool. So he says, starting chapter nine, verse one. Then indeed, the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, the first part in which was the lampstand, the table, and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And behind the veil, the part of the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer, the Ark of the Covenant, overlaid on all sides with gold, in which were the golden pot that had the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant. And above it were the cherubim of glory, overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things, we cannot speak now in detail. So you know what my favorite part of this verse is? Of these things, we cannot, we cannot now speak in detail. How did you know? Because th- th- that was mine too. Mm. And the phrase I was referring to was, it's like, what does golden center mean? Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, we can talk about that. But first I want to know, why did you like that last sentence of these things we cannot speak in detail? Because whoever wrote this obviously wasn't able to give much details. So I'm wondering, it's like when he was writing this, <laughs> what were the... What were the type of things happening from Tanaviwa to give them with details? Mm. Well, this is what we call like a little rabbit trail. And the reason he's saying it is he's, he, and I'm going to give you the context. This is one of my favorite things because, see, I love talking about the Bible. But one of the things that I love is all the fascinating details that have to go into all the the verses, whether it be language or ty- well, something that we call typology, symbolism, all of those things. And so as the author is writing this, he's like, oh, boy, I would love to talk to you about this, but we just don't have time. Meaning he's he's got it. He has to stick to the point. So this speaks to me because this is my greatest struggle of all. I'm like, man, I would love to talk about this, but let's keep the main thing the main thing. Believe me, during Bible study, even though he does two hours, he can go to seven hours. I could go to seven hours if it would benefit. But um, so I really, really appreciated him saying that. I got a laugh out of that. But let me tell you what, what is so significant and what his temptation was. 
when he started talking about the tabernacle, Noah, did you know that in the tabernacle he's describing, and this is where we'll get to the golden censer here, he was saying the lampstand in the temple was a table, the showbread, he's talking about the veil, the holiest of holies. What does he mean by showbread? Um, the showbread is, uh, it was just a type of bread that was laid out every week, 12 um, loaves of bread. So um, for them, it didn't look like a loaf. It actually looked like um, naan, kind of like a flatbread. And in fact, on The Chosen, one of the episodes, it uh, features, it's, it, it features um, the priest that goes in and switches out the showbread. I'll show that to you and maybe I'll link it so that you can see. So they would have the showbread and then they would have an inner part of the sanctuary called the, uh, the, the inner, inner holy of holies. And they would have, um, it says a golden censer. What this was, it would be like a, a, a ball, like a golden ball that had holes in it. It looked like a wiffle ball. Do you know what a wiffle ball is? No. It would have holes. And then they would put in incense and they would swing that thing. They would swing it and the smoke would curl up. So that's a golden censer. And then they had the Ark of the Covenant. Now that was super, super special because that was supposed to contain and house um, the Ten Commandments. The, the Ten Commandments. Um, also, there was um, some of the manna from the wilderness and then Aaron's uh, rod that had budded. And so this was very special. And God promised that he would meet. Um, meet meet with the high priest there every year. So it was a place for his presence. Now, and then above it, it talks about the cherubim. So it was something that you and I need to do, Noah, and I would love to do. Um, I've done a Bible study on this before, is go through and show how all of these elements represent Jesus. It's incredible. And that's what the author is wanting to talk about. So he, he mentions these things, and so there is an acknowledgement that, yes, that system of, of Judaism in the Old Covenant, every piece of it was pointing to the one who would come, which is Jesus. And so he's like, I can't give you all the details at the moment, but let's get back to the topic, because what's the main thing? The main thing is lifting up Jesus. Sounds like you it does. It does a little bit. But that doesn't mean you don't study this stuff out. Oh, yeah. You need to. But I, but um, So I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, Noah. I took a class in Bible college. Um, let's see. That was probably, this was probably about 15 years ago. So you weren't even born yet. And one of the classes that I took was the book of Hebrews. And the teacher, his name was Dr. Young. And it was for two hours. And we did it for 12 weeks. So I would get 24 hours of instruction on the book of Hebrews. And so as we're going through, especially when it came to this, there just so happened to be in town um, uh, a group of Christians that travel around the country, and they set up a replica tabernacle where you actually go in and you view all the elements of the temple like from the golden bowls to the table of showbread. And as you go through and you take this tour, it's explained how it all represents and pointed to Jesus. So for wow. me, for me personally, 
it's one of those things that we, now I want you to know, we don't believe in, you know, oh, it's just, that was just coincidence or, or luck, right? We don't No, this was ordained. Like God worked in me. I remember that season of my life as I was studying the book of Hebrews way back then, like this was 15 years ago, learning God's word. And that was so special to me. Now, a few years ago, if any of you at home uh, are listening and remember this, we actually took a field trip as a church, and we went and toured a tabernacle. There happened to be one in town at the fairgrounds. So I think, I'm try- I don't think you went with us. Did you know we went to the fairgrounds? Did you? We- how old was I? You, well, how old are you now? Seriously? <laughs> Your mom knows how old you are. I don't even know how old I am, Noah. You're, the- you're 11, right? So you would have been... You would have been, I don't know, eight maybe. It maybe it was four years ago. I don't, re- I don't remember going to the fairgrounds with the church at all. <laughs> okay. Well, we went. I remember there. I think Janie was there and Paula and Mary and your mom and me. I think Connie Mangrum. I'm trying to think. There were several others. Maybe maybe Connie Lopez. There were, there was a, It was a small group, but we went through and toured it because we were um, talking about Exodus and um, we went through that. So one of the things that I'm going to do for you, and this is, this is my uh, favorite topic, one of my favorite topics, I say that, is called typology. Do you know what typology is? Nope. Typology is something that will, is in the Old Testament that represents Jesus. So I'll give you one example. Inside the tabernacle, see that lampstand? Yes. That lampstand, because the tabernacle would be completely dark, no sunlight would come in, they would light the lampstand. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And so there's much more to it. But um, I'll see if I can find some of the resources that show the tabernacle, and you and I will go through it. It's fun fun stuff. So I don't even know who's playing tonight. I just know Arvin High is playing. And... I don't know who they're playing. Do you think they're going to win or lose? Well, the only reason I'm going to say win was because I used to play for Arvin High. So you're going for Arvin? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. (laughs) You better go for Arvin, right? And again, I hope they have tacos. Don't judge me if I got tortillas in my pocket, all right? Unless you want them to deep fry them and 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 turn turn them into nachos, then sure. No. So, folks, I want to thank you for uh, listening in. I hope uh, Marcia and I are, over the next few days, um, I really want to do quite a few podcasts um, with my wife. Um, She's a joy and a blessing to my life. So, again, thank you for tuning in. This wraps it up. Feel free to leave a comment or a voicemail. I'm not even sure how to do that. I'm like, I realize I've been telling people, hey, leave me a voice comment. And then I'm like, how do you even do that? I don't know. But... uh, Say bye, Noah. You have to say bye. You're the co-host here. Bye-bye. All right. We'll see you guys. Thank you for listening to Al Pastor with Brian Overturf. If you found value in this, please subscribe and get updates. Most places podcasts are available. We're right here on Anchor FM through Spotify. Also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Amazon, and iHeartRadio. I hope you'll tune in for the next episode. Until then, we'll see you later.